and welcome back to Roll for Rainbow. I am your dungeon master, Alyssa Mandrasina, and my fun fact for today is a little bit of changeling lore, if we're interested. Um, and this particularly pertains to what uh, Mouse and, and V were reading in the wagon on the way to Kisa, uh, which feels appropriate uh, given how we ended last time. Uh, people might recognize most of this lore from the canon for Eberron, uh, seeing as I essentially saw it and went, fuck yes. <laughs> so, in the early years of Laskia, even before the Council, before the persecution of changelings as magical tricksters, it was rumored that there were three main philosophies among them, uh, something Mouse briefly touched upon in the last episode. There were passers, becomers, and seekers. Passers wanted to be normal humanoids and most often uh, stuck to one singular humanoid form for the rest of their lives. Becomers lived many forms and many lives, uh, never sticking to one form for very long. And finally, there were seekers who believed in a mythical universal secret uh, kept by one they called judgment bringer or truth holder uh, that can only be uncovered by changeling kind. Uh, they never shapeshifted if they could help it, sticking to those sort of white blank canvas looking design. It's not the word I'm looking for, but we know what I mean. <laughs> um, form? Form, yes, form. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, seekers would sort of, seekers and becomers would sort of scorn passers, calling them actors and pretenders, seeing as they refused to embrace their true nature. Uh, but once magical creatures were targeted, uh, Seekers were almost immediately purged from Laskia because they were so easy to find, and so many refused to relinquish their faith for their safety. So that left very few passers and becomers to integrate themselves into average humanoid society. And with that, I have our players. Oh, players? Ooh, I'm in physical pain. Thank you, Alyssa. Hi. <laughs> You're so welcome. My name is Emmett. I play July Everglow, a level five Lycoming cleric. What? I have uh, daylight and fireball, so everyone should fear me. Jesus. Um, and July's fun fact today was that if she listens to the immaculate, show-stopping, never-before-seen album "Spirit Phone" by Lemon Demon. Okay, I'm cutting you off <laughs> <laughs> because I went. Th- I'm not done yet, but for the sake of continuity i went through and i listened to all the intros of all the episodes that we've done oh, to, to catalog mine, like, our our um fun facts to catalog our fun facts thank you julian and the amount of times that you brought up this fucking album in the intros of this show is astronomical <laughs> you <laughs> i literally can't stop like it's there's, like... A, there's a bit where we went off on what's that one the one about the mummy for like an hour yeah sweet bond Sweet bot, thank you. I can't remember what the song was called. Oh, it's so anyway. Good. That was my input. Is that we really eleven dancers should be paying us? Technically, it's not a mummy, um, but we're not going to talk about it anyway. Her and favorite then holding song us again at gunpoint, having us listen to Lemon Demon. Okay, yeah, let's just that'll be a Patreon stretch goal. Is we just all have to sit and listen to all of Lemon Demon, but we can't talk over it. Oh so it's God! Just silent. <laughs> it's just silent with occasional like just Lemon Demon in our faces in it. It's literally no. It's just we just stream the album and we're like, oh, we're gonna like react to it, but like we want to make sure you can hear, so we're all muted. <laughs> but it's just face cam, so we're sometimes we're just like, which is when I did <laughs> yeah, we're like, the camera. I don't like this beat. Okay, anyway, <laughs> I don't like this beat. Jesus. Long bit short. Her favorite song is Cabinet Man, which is the one where the guy turns himself into an arcade cabinet. That's also my favorite. Good for really? her. Love that. Oh, that's so Aww. 
You are Dude. the cabinet man, honestly. Oh my god, real. Thank she you. She also likes No Eye Girl and Man Made Object, if anyone is curious. Okay, that's my fact. Okay, hi. My name is Trin. I'm, uh, I, I never just said I'm Safria. I'm Trin. I play Safria. And, um, Safria's fun fact this week is that she's like a chain smoker. She just smokes a shit ton and will probably die of some kind of lung issue before the, um, before the cult can get to her. Nice. Jesus. They can't, they can't kill you if you die first. They can't kill you if you die first. It's like that, it's like that, um, Faulkner stars quotes it's like you put the killing thing in your mouth but you don't let it kill you but it's like you put the thing in your mouth and then you fully let it kill you and then you fucking oh die Capria, like narcissist august or not narcissist um pessimist augustus waters is like god so funny to me okay but fuck that book first of all because I, I have i have a copy of it because it emotionally destroyed me in sixth grade but my dog yeah. ripped every single page out of it so i just kind of have it for aesthetics at this point True. but they like they made out in the Anne Frank house and nobody talked about it. Yes, that is literally <laughs> what the fuck was that about? I point. forgot that happens. Hi, I'm Julian. <laughs> I go by they and them pronouns, and I play Victor Event. Uh, Victor's fun fact is also tied to my level five shenanigans. Yay! When V was but a small wee changeling uh, living on the streets because life is shit. Uh, they actually stole a lot, of, a lot of stuff. They were a little rascal, and they ran around a lot and made a lot of trouble, and that's why I got myself a level in Rogue. So... Yo! Multiclassing king! <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I also think I've built my character backwards because I think I should have been a Rogue first and Warlock second, but we're not gonna talk about that. No, that's so... <laughs> that's so fun. That's awesome. The Hell only... I want a multiclass so bad but i want a multi-class like into like bard but i couldn't think of a re- i just want to play a bard but th- realistically the only bard i could ever play is a slam poet Stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do not make safria do slam she would never i know safria couldn't do slam but there's a there's a um uh side game that i've been in and uh <laughs> bard slam poetry is a really fun class can I see if I can do Emmett's thing of like the monster with with Brazilian? Yes, story? go go go! Ooh. Everyone's silent. Oh, oh that was Chris. Ooh. That was oh, Chris. I feel like I've been usurped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're on the fucking podcast now, idiot. Just I'll a little bottle. Yeah, it looks like a ginger ale. Dolly Guarana. Yes. Oh, the battle of wits. Talk to me okay. about Sprite. Talk to me about Sprite. I love Sprite. I already had my monster for the day, so I have to have just a little baby can of Sprite. That's fair. This is Guarana Soda. Like, if you ever seen a Guarana plant, they're terrifying. I love them. Alrighty. It's like, just sweet. It's like, pure sugar and caffeine. Oh, fuck. I can't wait to find out what my Rax does. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh yeah, racks. Your rack? Things. My racks. I have a rack. Oh yeah. Delia's yeah. <laughs> got fun. Delia's real fun fact is that she has a massive rack. I know what my racks do, baby. <laughs> do your recap. Please. Yes, of course, of course. Um, last we left off in the land of Laskia, our players went off to kill Adoya Trisley. Uh, she offered in return permission to kill her if only she could show her truth. 
the players were introduced to Amaryllis's sacred grove, untouched by Pharon and its people. Idoya explained that this had existed for generations and generations, but it used to be much bigger, something that encompassed the entire Forgotten Grove. Idoya claimed that her people had already tried for reason to no avail, so they resorted to killing for what they believed to be rightfully theirs. The party was not convinced, and rather indifferent overall, I, I think, except for Victor, and allowed Desiree to kill her. The party then moved on, heading towards Kisa. They encountered Echo, an air genasi who had broken down on the road. July headed the effort to help them. In return, Faye offered a ride to Kisa and a selection of various magical items. They paused in Equable for Echo to conduct business, and Victor found an old changeling text, which Echo seemed quite keen on keeping. After a bout of misunderstandings, Echo revealed Femself to be Mouse, a changeling doing fair best to survive in Laskia by becoming a scavenger, picking up left-behind magical items from Councilsman raids. And so the gang leveled up from their experiences in Faron and are finally arriving in Kisa. And that is where we are now, with Safri and July up front sort of driving the caravan and Mouse and V having a heart-to-heart in the back over the book. Uh, is there anything that's happening up front with July and Safri as you're sort of Sitting in the front of the carriage. Gay sex. <laughs> Absolutely. You just stole my fucking joke, bitch. Ha. I know, it's because we're not funny if we can't make sex jokes. Um, I mean, are we at Kisa yet, or...? Uh, you're approaching right now. Uh, you're So you're in the front of this two-horse carriage, uh, and you don't need to give them much direction. They sort of just follow the trail ahead, no complaints. And as you near Kisa, the sun setting in front of you, make perception checks. Oh, God. Die. Oh, oh, I actually do have two things that I wanted to do, but... Okay. Okay, uh, uh, <gasps> perception checks first, and then... I really so that'll that. be a... 26? Do I see whatever shit you were gonna do to us on a 26? Hold on. (laughs) That's not right, is it? What kind of stroke are you having right now? Okay, I just, no, I added it up wrong, because I thought it said 30. I was like, there's no fucking way. 23. What the fuck? (laughs) 23. No, I added it wrong. Still a sleigh. Okay, so here's a couple things you notice. The most obvious thing up ahead, about 100 feet, uh, you see a makeshift barricade made at the edge of the city, and you see four councilsmen guarding the entrance. Uh, They don't look to be on the offensive right now, uh, but more like this is just like a routine check-in. You also notice, as you're approaching, a slight constant tremor in the ground. It's, It's nothing like an earthquake or anything of that caliber. If anything, it feels like a rather tame aftershock of an earthquake. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really only notice it because the road before this was so calm. It's something you really only notice in its comparison. And just another small thing, you notice along the road that new flower bushes have been planted. Like, within the past week. Cream white flowers with thick, glossy leaves have been planted along the road within the past week or so, I'd say. Um, if you knew the name of the flower, you'd say they were gardenias. Can I do uh, some kind of arcana to see if they've been, like, druidically made or if they've been, like, we bought plants from Home Depot when we put them on the side of the road? Sure. Give me an arcana check. Okay. Oh, that's great. Okay, hold on. Fifteen? Arcana, you know there's absolutely nothing on these, but Safria herself, um, have we have we discovered if Safria is into the language of flowers or if that is just a trend thing? I think Safria would have read into it, like, a teeny tiny bit. Uh, like in like school, I think it's like to impress Faye, she would have like gotten like mm. these extravagant. Cause I feel like Faye's into it, and I feel like 
she would have like got into it for her to be like here are some flowers that have meaning okay uh so here's a heartbreaking thing for you then uh you know that this is Faye's favorite flower one of her favorites um so i think they've been planted for the wedding yes i was just about to say for the wedding ouch you know she liked them because they uh, they symbolize or their meaning uh, in a bouquet is essentially purity and sweet love and the general just you're lovely. So can I cast frostbite on them? Slide <laughs> uh, oh. a hand. No. That's can so I do funny. a something? Can I do an athletics check to try to grab her hand? Yeah. Uh, opposed athletics first. So opposed athletics or sleight of hand versus. Yeah, we'll do sleight of hand versus your athletics. Sorry. I got a four, so. Okay, well, I got um a 21, so. Yeah, you catch her, like, attempting to cast some sort of, like, frost magic on these flowers, and you sort hey. of, like, grab her hand. Hey, what are you doing? I need to kill these. I veer the horses off the road a tiny bit to, like, stomp on a couple of them, and then I veer them back onto the road. Hey, what? Why are you stomping <laughs> on them? Babe planted those i know she did or fucking music but they're her favorites are okay, on this so why are you road. i know to... they're here for the wedding okay and i can't stop the wedding but i can make it ugly but why would you want to do that if you're not with Faye anymore i don't i don't i don't know <laughs> well if you don't know why you're doing something then why are you doing it <laughs> <laughs> the way trinity is I need to feel better about this. Okay? okay. I need to feel better. I chain smoke um, and then I throw my cigarette into the flowers. Okay. That, I won't stop you. That's fine. Okay. Um, since we see the council's men, first of all, I want to, like, is it possible for me to uh, climb kind of, like, back through into, like, the cab part where V Absolutely. and yeah so i'd like to go and i just like to knock and just crack the door a little bit and be like hey we're coming up on some council's men you guys should look like people who aren't murderers and then i'm gonna close the door excuse you that's racist <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i go back and i open the door i mean like not because like changelings are bad but like i don't know if you guys have like killed somebody in like another form of just look normal and then I'm, all right like, i mean I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, I open the door you by the shirt, like into the front. You yeet me back into the front. Mouse is like July, babes. You gotta simmer. Okay, <laughs> simmer. Bye. And then I'm gonna yeet into the front, and I'm gonna take my hair out of the ponytail, and I'm gonna take my eye patch off, and I'm gonna thaumaturgy my eyes to be blue. Cool. Oh, I'm going Jeez. to, cause I'm sitting. The minor illusion doesn't need to, like, follow me. Can I, like, minor illusion? Minor illusion what? It's, like, grow my hair out long and brown. I take my glasses off. Okay, I put yeah. a jacket on. Absolutely, you can do that. V, you notice uh, Mouse immediately changes Femself into Echo. It's, like, a shock of color all at once. Very different from oh. how you change. You also notice... For you, for for V, changing into Victor is is a process. It's it's a it's a character assessment. It's a it's a becoming someone else entirely. And you yeah. know you notice for Mouse, Mouse still looks like Mouse wearing Echo's face. If that makes sense. Oh, <laughs> that's adorable. I'm gonna fucking die. I love Mouse. Uh, <laughs> I love um, V. Uh, takes in a deep breath and be- 
becomes Victor again because Victor is fairly well liked. And while we are apparently approaching the band of councilsmen, I wish to cast Silent Image over the magical items on the carriage. I want to hide you. them. Fucking Make thank them, you. Like if they if they check around. It will be prepared if they decide to look at us. It will look like just like a little house. And mm. Father, I wish to rectify my sins. I <laughs> shall not harm mankind. So I'll give back the little, the little flask of the seed. I'll put it back. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll sneakily leave it leave it behind. Uh that's <laughs> Aw, that's really cute. Okay. <laughs> wasn't expecting that uh you watch mouse go uh look at you and be like showtime baby and opens the caravan while it's moving uh hops out and sort of starts walking beside it to like greet uh, the councilsmen um oh, fave <laughs> in particular uh you see a dwarven woman uh in her late 40s fiery red shoulder length hair and a fiery red braided beard uh in councilsman garb she's Uh, a cop everyone keep it in their pants she's a cop (laughs) she's a cop (laughs) shit why Um, did you have to remind me of that damn it i was so happy for like five seconds there (laughs) she has a battle axe hoisted over her shoulder different from the Ah. sort of usual swords that safria actually has has two of them in her i'm gonna tuck that under the seat (laughs) <laughs> tuck them under the seat for sure for sure <laughs> and she she approaches uh the head of the caravan she says excuse me folks uh but i'm gonna have to ask you to leave keys is under lockdown uh, real sorry for you to have to come all this way only to be turned away uh but we're here for now last keys under lockdown <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's linda doing here was i doing an accent and that's what happens yes let's wait to do an accent a little bit <laughs> <laughs> just like the the um cadence the cadence i got you. it had it had the air of someone who would be doing a southern accent if they felt good enough about what their southern accent sounded like i hate you okay that is a little bit of a dig um but i it didn't is. realize until i said it so i'm sorry are you talking shit I about don't me i know if you are but that's okay i'm not listening <laughs> <laughs> trinity okay so Safri in a southern accent says, "Was Keys on lockdown, and I say, "Oh, but we're here for a wedding. <laughs> um, she addresses your question first, Safria, and says, uh, something's been, been stern in the mines, and the glowkeepers have requested that we keep the fallout to a minimum. Uh, the council concurs. Um, and to your question... Yeah, we're here for the glowkeeper wedding. Oh, my, my apologies. Do you know the brides? Uh, we know one of them, yeah. I blow up the building. I say, I say we met at the, um, at the council's ball, and they were super nice, and they mentioned that they were getting married. We just, like, heard about it, and so, you know, we thought, if not to, like, go to the wedding, we, um, we, like, had a little, like, present for them, so we were just gonna, like, drop it off while we were doing stuff. She, she gestures for one of, one of her, her, her councilsmen people to, to come over. You see a human man. What is what is happening? Nothing. I'm just worried. Keep going. Uh, she she so- sort of beckons him over, and he pulls out like this little like clipboard and starts like flipping Fuck! through through papers, and, and she's like, "Can I have your name, please?" Yes. What um, fa- what's Phelan's I... last name? Uh, what is? As of right isn't now, it, isn't it Moonflower? Isn't it Moonflower? Yeah, it's Moonflower, but like it, to be married, she goes she goes under Glowkeeper. 
Right, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm um like I'm just gonna make up a name. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm Ada. I'm Ada Ada Moonflower. I'm a cousin. Hmm. Uh, like, okay. Uh, deception check. Right now. Deception check. Right now. I have now. advantage. I'm using her last name. Yeah. No, for sure. That's clever. Okay. Please. Fuck me. A four and a seven. God fucking damn it. Okay. Wait. For per- uh deception though. Yeah. Deception. Plus zero. Seven. Uh, she looks at you and looks at the list, and she's like, "I'm so sorry, but I I'm not seeing you on the list, and I'm really, you know." Glowkeeper says, oh. "I'm not seeing well, you on the list." Well, I might be on the list. What was your name again? I don't know how they would have written it down. I'm July Everglow. While she's paying attention to July, can I minor illusion both of our names onto the bottom of the list? So it's like, oh, I missed it. Sleight of hand, but yes, absolutely. And with some kind of star, that means we both get a plus one. Wait, there what? Will be, we'll see how okay. well this goes. Go ahead. Okay. Sleight of hand? Okay, yeah. please. God! Can I, can I give her advantage by, like, deliberately, like, over-explaining? Like, I'm from yes. Tipper. And see, I've okay. never been to, I've never been to the Capitol before. So then when we were at the Capitol, I, like, 15. Or like- no, sleight of hand, 17. Um, you watch this woman's face uh, as she's flicking through the list she starts saying she's like I'm really sorry but I'm just not seeing and she like steps back a bit and she's like oh no my apologies by by all means please and she looks she looks over at Echo who is uh, sort of walking up and she's like are you also with them Um, oh they're my plus one. You see Echo about to say something, and Faye, shut the hell up for sure. As soon as you're like, seeing how this is working, like, um, and we uh, have, just the process. Um, and then we have another plus one. We have um, I've already forgotten in character and in real life. I've forgotten Trinity's fake name, so I Ada say Moonflower. Yes, I, I say Miss Moonflower has a plus one. Also, if you need to like see them, they can. They're like just chilling in the back, but we can. Have them. That's long rat. They're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Why the okay? The accent really does come and go. It really Victor, does. Victor, Victor in the back, like, why are you making me sound like a baby? I don't want to become a child. <laughs> yeah, the, um, long journey, baby. Nappy with this blankie in the back. Taking um, his little nappy with his blankie. Yeah, I stole it. <laughs> There's a gun okay. back there. Okay, it's a Glock. There's a loaded Glock. <laughs> You have ten seconds to let us in. <laughs> Can I please I have what fireball now? I can't be stopped. What if I, I have just... a shipment from Adam and Eve in the back seat? <laughs> Can we use both paw paw to get fifty percent off please. the products and free shit? I beg of you. I beg of you to let me narrate what's happening. <laughs> I am fucking deceased. So many fucking bits going on. God damn. Okay. Um so, okay, I'm muting. Thanks. <laughs> so you see uh Echo sort of like nods along with you. Um and the this person goes, Oh, no, I don't you're you're on the priority guest list. I'm not sure why I didn't see anything, but by all means, please go ahead. Uh my name is Captain Lucasta Mountain Peak. 
but uh, Luca works just fine. If you need anything, please don't hesitate to let me know. Uh, you can find accommodations, as I'm sure you're already aware, uh, at the Lucky Lantern Inn and Tavern or the Tricky Traveler Pub, <laughs> uh, both near the center of town. Um, and I advise you to stay away from the mines, dears. Nasty, nasty business over there. Yes, we will definitely be doing that. Uh, We're only here for a wedding. And you know, Peepaw's getting real sick. This might be his last family wedding. So we, we're, we just try, we're just gonna get through this and make it, you know, the best wedding it can be so he can enjoy his final wedding before he goes up. God rest his soul. Before he, before he takes Who's the elevator the upstairs. Am before I a he... baby or am I the what? people? You're not people. You're not people. People's already at the wedding. He took another <laughs> okay. caravan. Okay, I'm the baby. I'm the baby. <laughs> um, you see uh, Luca goes uh May, May Vitus bless his soul. Um, and the barricade is moved for you. Do we not know who Vitus is? Vitus is the 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 god of decay. God of decay. So like the the ruler over death. So it's like may he be blessed. Essentially. Um, okay. So you you are allowed entry. Uh, you see Echo mouths a very obvious thank you uh, to you three uh, or sorry to you two. Before. I try to wink at Femme, but I just blink really hard. A confused smile from Femme, but Faye, move on. Faye, hop up front uh, and get uh, in the carriage with you. Victor, what are you doing right now, now that you are Victor? Well, part of this conversation, Victor spent really worried that he would have to shift into a wee baby that was pretending to be asleep on the back of the car. I never said you were a baby, for the record. <laughs> just... You said it like I was a little kid. That's I do that, though. Like, if my friends are sleeping, I'm like, they're sleeping. <laughs> they're sleeping with their nappies. They're sleeping with their nappies. So cute. But <laughs> I think he was just listening around. He was just, like, paying attention to how they were going. A few times he thought about, like, going out and being like, oh, okay, you should let us through because I'm going to investigate it. But since July and Safria handle it so well, uh, after they pass by the the barricade, uh, Victor like leans into to the front seat and he looks over at both of them and he's like, "You've gotten really good at lying. I'm proud Thank of you." <laughs> I lean over and I hold up the southern accent. I'm like, "How was your nap?" <laughs> but I like laugh halfway through it. <laughs> it was great. So, Victor, uh, something you notice with your absolutely insane passive uh, investigation um, as you're just sort of leaning up front is that, first of all, this place is simply adorned in decor. And you all can see this. Uh, it's it's flowers and, and pinks and whites and, and, oh. and beautiful pastels. <laughs> it, but Victor, you obviously know this to be out of place because you've traveled to Kiso for business before, uh, and it's obviously Ooh. never looked like this. The buildings carved from the same stone as the base of Elias's peaks are utilitarian in design, but now every street fence and railing is wrapped in pink and white flowers and vines. So they're uh, rich, rich. This, yeah. wedding, this wedding is an entire city event. Oh, um, I was about to say far. that. Uh, what you also notice is that some of this flowery wedding decor is covering older posters. And you catch a glimpse of a weather-worn poster that says, as you're passing by, Reward, 
100 copper for knowledge regarding slash the return of Eleanor. And there's a rip in the paper at the last name. This poster has been out for some time, you can tell, but the rest of this is Oh, no. We know where Eleanor is. Uh, She was last seen at the edge of the mines. Please bring all inquiries to the Lucky Lantern Inn and Tavern. You know that that price of 100 copper uh, to be far below what you usually accept for payment for finding a missing person. I mean, Sorry, the price I'm is... Who the fuck is Eleanor? She was one of the people that got murdered in the experiments. Yep. Okay. Um, We're assu- I'm assuming, because there was someone named Eleanor, and there can only be one Eleanor. And all of last year, for sure. Um, <laughs> Victor, you know that price to be far below what you usually accept for payment for finding a missing person. I mean, your prices for nobles are high, and probably rightfully so for the wealth that they have. Uh, for nobles, you're easily talking like a dozen platinum. Uh, for a commoner that's not a caster, uh, you're talking more in the range of a dozen gold, maybe less if their story hits you the right way. Um, you know that 100 copper isn't enough for you on a normal, like it's something that you would have easily passed by, and probably anyone mm-hmm. else in your line of work would have too. Um, I see. And, yeah. I just see the like letters, a hundred copper, and I go, "Oh my god, we've got to take that job, guys! We'll be rich." <laughs> uh, I will say this is something Victor only notices because of their pa- the crazy passive investigation, and I yeah. like utilizing that. There's an addendum uh, attached at the base of that letter. Uh, it's still newer, but still weather worn. That says any information will be accepted without further questioning of how you acquired it. Please, we just want our daughter back. Aww. As you're entering uh, past the barricade, uh, Mouse uh, stops the ca- uh, the caravan, sort of looks at you three, uh, and says, uh, y'all know the way to wherever you're going? Or? I'm sure we can find it, because it's wherever the most of these flowers are. Yeah, we'll be cool if you want to leave and do your thing. Uh, I really should be heading off. Uh, I do genuinely have business to do with the glowkeepers, and they are expecting me. What are you doing with the glowkeepers? Uh, they give you uh, a look of what do you think I'm doing with the glowkeepers with everything that I have in my caravan? Right, but what do they want? I don't know. They said they wanted something special. So, Aww, something special. What are you planning on giving them? Uh, whatever they think is is nice i i mean i i have plenty of things that will fetch a very pretty penny with the glow keepers i mean they they own this town they run this town so best customers i could have do you know what kind of people they are like i met music at a party and she fucking sucked but that's not the point like are they good or bad people is that what you're asking yeah yeah I don't know if I've met many rich people that are good in, in on this continent, and uh, they own the mines, so they're the wealthiest people this side of Laskia. Okay. Wealth doesn't exactly make people kind, in my experience, so. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you need to... Are you also seeing them? Are we going the same way? Or I mean, you sh- guys should probably find a, a, a some place to stay sun's getting real low see we're gonna go to the wedding and probably stop you know the constant shaking that's kind of making my stomach hurt but mm. we're not we're not here to like negotiate with the glow keepers we're here to fuck up a party and have a good time 
Safria, um, tummy hurt girl nation, so true. No, real. <laughs> real. They're like, oh, okay, then I'm going to be heading off to the Glowkeepers. Uh, I highly recommend uh, the the Tricky Traveler pub. Uh, the Lucky Lantern's a little bit of a shithole. Um, so if you have the coin to spend, uh, the Tricky Traveler is where it's at. And that's where I'll be if you need to find me. I mean, okay, bye! I wait for Pen to get out of earshot. I think I think Victor has already left the the back of the, the thing. I don't... Yeah, I'm, I'm like not going to go with them, right? That's my Fem. backpack. When uh, Echo is leaving, Victor, he, he waves like, hope, he's, hope I see you soon. Uh, I, I hope you find uh, what you're looking for. I really do. Uh, I'll keep you in my prayers. And uh, sort of yeah. a more as a, as a whisper, uh, fair like, and I, I hope I get to meet V again. Uh, in, and then much louder... Uh, in this life or the next, my loves, and heads off. I'm gonna blow up like nine buildings. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking screw. I'm gonna fucking Action die. one, I fireball the nearest building. <laughs> Action two. <laughs> um, okay, so I look at them and I'm like, so we probably shouldn't stay at either of the places that all of the wedding guests are going to be staying, right? I like don't think should, so, no. Like, we should find a third, we should find like a bigger shithole than the lucky. Because if you know us. We're gonna go to a shithole. We love a shithole. We love a shithole. The shithole is our home. Love that. Um, yeah, we have a shithole in Tipper. Or we did have one, but then we got like a like a nicer some kind of magic. I don't remember what they called it, but it's like so you have like a little one like in your house. We just got that like a few years ago. Like okay, I'm gonna a be literal okay. hole for shit. I'm going to need you to be so serious with me. Okay. It was one hole that everybody just shit in. Yeah. That sounds like a nightmare. figured out toilets. Uh, uh, Your life deeply concerns Tipper's me. It's still a city. Uh, that's... I wouldn't really call it a city. How's Tipper still a village? I mean, if you have a lot of people shitting in one place, you have toilets gonna get now. We just didn't... Sorry, we didn't always have them. <laughs> Everything <laughs> I learn about Tipper makes me want to go there less. Safria less, Trinity more. <laughs> we probably won't even have to go there. I'm sure, like, it won't ever come up. Well, the fish are missing. I pull up my oh. book. The fish are missing. So we okay, have to go well, there at some point. Well, if you don't want to go, I can go do that by myself. It's probably No, fine. I'll go. You have toilets now. I don't want to go, go to the wedding either, okay, but, but we're here. You can't go and then, pun not intended, you can't go and then shit all over the place where I became a person. No, no, like the, no. the issue itself is not Tipper, is uh basic it's health the It's the shithole. Yeah, well, and it we... doesn't exist anymore. So well, now it's a compost garden. So and you can barely Yay, even tell that you see a shithole. <laughs> You're eating the food that came from the shithole. <laughs> no, we just grow like flowers there, like stuff that's not edible. Shit flowers. Shit flowers. Yeah. <laughs> if I was going on a date with you, this is a hypothetical. If I was going on a date with you, and I showed up to the date with the shit flowers, how would you feel about that? Like, if it was a first date, it would honestly be, like, kind of intense. They're shit flowers. Normally you save the shit flowers for, like, the third or fourth date. Like, when you're really serious about, like, being with somebody. Not, like, marriage, but... Wait. 
is is the fact that the flowers are grown in the shithole actually more or less important to the significance of the giving them and the date? I think it's just the gift generally because tipper in tipper you normally like don't have anything to give. So the fact that you're giving Aww. somebody anything at all is like I think what's okay. really meaningful. I have That's a question. Funny. Is Tipper a lake town or is it an ocean town? Ocean, ocean town. Technically, the ocean is a big fish shithole. Exactly. See? <laughs> yeah, right, you get it. I get it. Every time you drink water, it. you're drinking a little bit of fish pee. No, because it's filtered. That's that's. Oh, I'm that's never going to drink water again. Thanks. That's, no, <laughs> stop listening to that. That's different. We filter water. We I all know, have it's still probably in there. What? It's still probably in there. No, I I'll... magically filter my water. I'm not drinking fish piss. Okay, this was a really fun conversation. Let's find a let's find yeah. a third location to stay. Uh, let's, so let's find our shithole and Fish discover is the issue with Kisa oh before I die of dehydration in three days. I'm never drinking water again. <laughs> Jesus. Uh Victor, make a um make a history check, because you've been here before to see if you can recall some place to be. That's twenty-four. I got a natural shit. You got a natural 20 on it, that history check? Jesus. Yeah. So with your 24, you're aware of a couple of facts, believe it or not. Uh, the tricky traveler is for well-to-do people, for very well-to-do people. Like, if you have 10 gold to spend a night, that's the place oh, to go. Shit. Yeah, no, it's, it's expensive. But you also know that people who come to Kisa are usually business people. So... The tricky traveler doesn't really have a problem getting people because all the businessmen go to the tricky traveler. They, they're they're doing business. They want to do it in comfort, which is why okay. you also know that the Lucky Lantern Inn isn't going to be getting anybody because if it's a well-to-do family, they probably all have that wealth. They're not going to waste their time at the, the Lucky Lantern and shithole. You're not truly sure what echo was talking about there because it's not it's just kind of mediocre it's like a couple steps below say the wise dandelion it's not awful by any means and fairly priced in your experience um there's one below this that is uh the careless cavern but you know that to be so you know that to be like a true shithole in in the point of where it's like you have to worry about your shit being stolen okay so um, those are unfortunately our options here um, that you that you are aware of. I'm gonna make a crazy point to go to the rich one because you know who loves to gossip about things. The rich, rich people, people with nothing else to do. I think Victor would like turn back to to July and Safria, and he would be like, "Okay, how much do you trust yourselves to not be stabbed in your sleep?" Hasn't happened yet. If you are not keen on waking up with extra holes in your body, I'd suggest a lucky lantern. If you are truly certain that you are able to wake up on command and fight someone trying to steal your shit, we can try the careless cavern. No, we but... can go to the lucky lantern. As, as long as we don't think that like a lot of people are going to be there. Um, oh, no, it's empty. I was going to say, because we might have to like depending on what a certain someone in this group might do at the wedding we might have to like beat feet 
after everything happens and like if we're if we are staying where at the very nice fancy place where everyone is staying then that's probably going to be logistically a lot harder but then if everyone's at the wedding maybe it won't be here's an idea i think we could stay at the lucky lantern and and like apps like actually have our stuff there but i think disguises and hanging out in the lobby and getting info is the way to go and then going home i will say just as out of character knowledge that you guys would know um every inn that exists in laskia because i think it makes sense for this to be the thing is sort of like inn and restaurant style stuff so you could definitely like stay at the lucky lantern eat at the tricky traveler that kind of thing like they can be they have sort of adjacent businesses that way so you, okay. that's definitely it's not, plausible. It's not weird though. Like if you stay at one place and want to eat at the other, the owners of a place won't be like, "Oh, that's shitty of you." There's no, no there's should... no stigma over it, right? That, yeah, that's not abnormal. Okay. I also think we should go full disguises for the wedding as well, because uh, oh, I so think because I think maybe first of all, Faye's gonna notice me. That's just like a thing that's gonna happen. Yeah. And then we're going to get immediately kicked out and the point's immediately over. I think, and also, like, her extended family that I've met might also recognize me there. Yes. So I think you guys are probably fine, except for she would notice, like, hey, that's Safria's friends that we ran into. But if we full disguise, it might be also fun. Well, we uh... could... What we could try to do is we should figure out when the wedding is, because then maybe we could solve the mountain problem by then. And then if we solve the mountain problem, we're like, hey, we solved the mountain problem. Can we come to the wedding since we saved your family's minds? I don't, I think... don't, I don't think they're going to let me in. Yeah. I think I've done a lot of things that are unforgivable by mine's standards. Also, I do have a disguise kit. And if you guys want to use it, fun day out. When is the, when, can I, like, look and see if there's, like, posters for, like, the wedding is this day. Remember to get your, like, Sunday best or whatever. Sure, perception. <laughs> um, 18. Uh, so you're sort of walking towards the center of town as, as this is happening, split off from Mouse. Uh, and you catch a glimpse of a huge manor-style building that is very, very much different from the rest of of this place like it has like jewels embedded in the door frame of this building that's how rich hmm. it is um, is this and- where that god that that lady mentioned lives vitus uh, is that is this where he lives i think so it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> so fucking funny uh you see well you can only describe as like a, a little like counter like blank days until the wedding that kind of thing you see it says uh two days until the wedding Okay. We could settle the mine issue and then also go to the wedding. But also, we could take a break from the mine issue and go to the wedding. Would Safria want their ex's wedding to be with or without earthquakes in it? What if we don't fix the problem and somebody gets hurt? Like, not even, like, your ex-girlfriend, but, like, what if what if something happens to Peepaw? Peepaw. It's his last wedding. It's his last <laughs> wedding. What if I something think... happens to him because of the because of the earthquake? And also... Why would we stop? Like, why would we not do something on our list of tasks? Because then once all of our tasks are done, then, like, we can go home. Well, if we take those two days to uh, set our story straight and lie in a convincing manner and have interesting new identities for us to go to the wedding with, 
we can sort it out first during two, these two days, our lives and how we're going to crash it and not have actual consequences in our names. And then we solve the problem and we get out as heroes. If we do the other way around, we're going to be heroes first and bad, then bad people second. And that's what's going to stick. Right. So and they're, we they're already planning the on first. having earthquakes at the wedding anyway. Because if nobody fixes the issue, then there's earthquakes at the wedding no matter what. Yeah. And people is going to be okay because he's at the Tricky Traveler and everything's okay at the Tricky Traveler. That's if I, true. If I'm paying 10 G and the roof falls on my head, we're going to have issues. I'm going to sue. People is going to be fine. July. People is going to be fine. <laughs> One thing you don't have to worry about is people. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Okay. Well, as long as Peepaw's fine. I promise you Peepaw's going to be okay. So you all head off to the Lucky Lantern. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great, great, great. You find it with relative ease because it is in the center of town. It's literally right across the way from the Tricky Traveler. But you see it has a cracked and faded sign in desperate need of repainting. Uh, say the name of the, the tavern in, in huge looping script. Uh, you enter and the bell above the door rings at your entry. This place is a fucking ghost town, gang. Absolutely no one in the front room. You can hear some muffled muttering from the back, but no like actual words. It just sounds like two people not having a heated discussion, but just having a conversation. But that's about it. I Is there like a little bell? Like how sometimes there's like a front desk bell that's like ring for help. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to ring the bell. Uh, after a moment, an older drow gentleman, uh, he they, by the way, uh, comes out in a real? wheelchair. <laughs> Damn. Are you single? <laughs> God. Uh, comes out in a wheelchair wearing an old but still well-to-do purple suit. Uh, an older white woman human follows him and she seems to stop dead when she makes eye contact with you, Victor Revent. Oh no. Cool. The man in the in the wheelchair uh, sort of notices this uh, and turns his head towards her and says, Danielle, don't. We can't. And she completely fucking ignores that and says, you're, you're Victor Revent, yes? Yes. You find missing people. Could you help us find oh, someone? No. Uh, we, we, we don't have much, but we can comp the rooms for you and your friends. And if that's not enough, we can work something else out for you. We'll make it worth your time. I promise. And the man goes on to say, darling, you know, we can't afford to do that. Eleanor will have no home to come back to if we do. I. Shit. I'm sure we could work something out if I'm well known for my high prices, but I've dabbled in a less... Uh, in a in a more philanthropic um, front as well. I'd like tug on Victor's hand like I'm a five year old in Walmart. Victor, Victor, Victor. Psst, psst, yeah. Psst, psst. And he leans over to do I like. I like. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I like lean and I whisper and I do like. Can you can you do the thing where you um you talk to me in my brain so no one hears this? <laughs> I think we've we've established telepathy doesn't go both ways but message does well but if you send me a yes. message i can send you one back no it's it's a one-way the the particular changeling thing is a one-way no uh, it's not even a changeling thing this is a cabris thing oh it's a cabris thing that's right yeah and, it, it's, oh, and it's only message, one way though. no i think Sophia's i have message i can i can oh. be a middleman i can message no, through I think I think Victor like catches with what this is about. Uh, he's not like silly or anything. 
it's not stupid. So uh, I will use telepathy and I will say to, to July, like, I know, I remember her, I just need time to figure out how to tell the news to them. Okay, I'm not going to charge anything. I'm not a monster. I was going to say, like, we can't, we have to, like, pay for the rooms and stuff. Like, we can't take any of their money. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I wasn't planning on doing that. I saw, I saw a poster for, like, 100 copper, and that's literally nothing. They, they need the help, and it's not fair. I just need the time to know how to tell them about it. Uh, you see the the woman who is apparently Danielle looks at you, Victor, with tears in her eyes. It, it's it's um, uh, she says, "Oh, that's 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 incredible news." Uh, let me let me just go fetch some things. Um, and she runs to the back to fetch whatever she is to, going to fetch. Um, and meanwhile, uh, the the man extends his hand out to you, Victor, and says, um, "Edward Bexley, it's uh." Oh yeah, it, it, she's so dead. I remember that name. <laughs> Shit. Safria uh, says that it's, out it's loud quite... in character. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he he extends his hand and says, "Edward Bexley, it's so uh, good to meet you in in person. I've heard I've heard much about you, um, and I apologize uh, for for my wife. She can fly a little off the handle at times, but don't we all?" Uh, Victor shakes his hand like respectfully i think i think i i need to add on the adjectives to victor's handshaking because they take on many levels um, <laughs> so true he respectfully shakes edward's hand and he gives them in a little smile and he's like well seems like she's under a lot of stress that's that's very understandable don't worry about it it's a pleasure to meet you too so i i imagine you've you've come here for rooms yes <laughs> yes that's the main objective he goes behind the, the desk and pulls out a tray uh, of keys and says, let me see, let me see. Uh, we have lovely arrangements in uh, room 114. Should be enough for all three of your friends. Uh, it's going going to come around to three copper. Is that, is that amenable? For oh, now, guys, at least. we can't afford this. Shut, July. <laughs> I no, literally... it's okay. I, I can bring it down tent. to two. We could pitch it outside. Don't listen to her. We have more than enough. How much money does everyone have, by the way? I yeah, let's do a little update on that. How much money does everyone have? Because I know you've stolen from councilmen and so on and so forth. But I literally do not remember. It's in your... Uh, uh, do you guys need to be on? 30 bucks of tippered pennies. <laughs> I don't know how much I've I've taken a lot of tippered pennies from you, but I don't know how many I have. I don't know if you've actually spent much, uh, Victor, because I think Safria has always kind of been like, I'll foot the bill. Yeah, yeah I think, I think I've spent literally nothing because I'm a petty little bitch and Victor never offers to pay for anything. So whatever your starting, like, warlock coin is. Yeah, or no, sorry. I think... uh, whatever you get as being a charlatan, whatever's in there, I think is what you have. Yeah, 15 gold. I have 48 gold. You've nice. stolen I stole, two bags of I money stole from the councilman. So I've been, that's why I've been paying for everything, because I have a lot of money. <laughs> Someone has to have money. Truth. Uh, and Safria is our rich bitch on the podcast. Real. I, I kind of look at, I look at Vic and I'm like, since it's your job, I'll, since you're doing the work, finding her, I like look at him. <laughs> um. And you're like, oh, 
yeah, yeah, I'm doing the work. Michael, since, since you're doing the search work, um, I'll put the bill. Thanks. Unless July, you want to tip to toss in some tipper pennies. I don't know. I think I only have enough to cover half. We could like okay. be in the That's middle fine. though. Okay, no, cool. It's fine. I take I'll out just, my bag. I'll just of... take it. It's fine. Um, what? And I thought we were gonna split. <laughs> this is like the first thing I've been kind of able. Okay, to sure. Afford, no, yeah, like, you this whole time. Okay, yeah. Give it, give it to me, and then I'll split it up. <laughs> okay. Can I roll an insight check because I kind of think that Safri wants to steal my tippered pennies, like genuinely steal them. No. <laughs> insight opposed yes. deception. Well, if you're just like, are you trying to steal my pennies? I'll be like, no. Then just put them on the counter. I was just gonna do it so I could just hand it all to him in one like grab. Until I got a twenty-one, and she's like, okay, but like I'm not gonna be able to help pay for anything after this. This is all my money. Okay, do you want to spend it on this, though? Or do you want me to get it and then you can spend it later? We're having this conversation, like, in front of this man. I just feel like, like, the coins are, like, violently jangling so you can, like, almost not hear us. And I'm like, well, I just, <laughs> I haven't been able to buy you guys, like, anything. So I just, like, feel really bad. Like, I don't want you guys, <laughs> like, I don't want yes, you guys to, like, resent me because, like, I haven't bought anything. Um, but, like, that's kind of, like, not where I'm able to, like, offer my services for the group, but I still feel bad about it. Like, July just will not uh, shut up. She's just jangling her pen. Edward, Edward, listening to this conversation sort of butts in. He's like, excuse me, uh, apologies, and I hate, hate to sound picky, but uh, it would, uh, I don't do a ton of business in Tippert. I, I hardly ever leave Kisa, personally, and, and neither does my wife, so um, General Copper would be much more amenable, but if, if Tipper pennies is what we're we're dealing in. I can I can work with that. No, well. we have like actual people money. Where it's fine. Oh, so we- you don't want my tipper <laughs> pennies? No, July. It's it's okay. I think Safra means that uh, you should keep the tipper pennies to buy something for us, since you care a lot about gifting. Yes, That's and no, okay. I'm saying that the tipper pennies are now. so special that they just won't. They don't take them here because they're just too special. Yeah. Oh, so, like, they would take them across the street, probably, but, like, not here? No, they're too special. I'm, like, staring at Edward, and I'm just, like, just, just come on. Just come on. (laughs) They're fully nodding. Fully just nodding. (laughs) Well, I was like, huh, okay. I'm like, all right, I'll cover. I was like, I kind of, I hold my hand out. Uh, So, yeah, that's that's three copper, um, and they slide. Wait, 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 wait. I know, I hold my hand out to July, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'll get, I'll get this if you get the next thing. Okay, that sounds good. Deal. And I'll shake your hand on it. So we shake hands, and I pull a gold out of my purse, and I sl- slide it across the, the thing. Oh, oh, gold. Uh, no, it's, it's only it's only three copper. Just, you know what, man? I'm here for a wedding. Just keep the change. <laughs> You're one of Glowkeeper's wedding guests. Yeah. <laughs> Did I just say something I shouldn't have? No, I mean, like, I'm catering. Like, we, we work... They gave us some extra money to spend within the town, and we're caterers. Deception check. <laughs> God damn it! You're fully lying. Deception Who is check. we? At uh, eight. Yeah, no, he, he believes you. He's like, no, it's nothing, nothing wrong with that. I just, I was expecting uh, Mr. Glowkeeper and his company to. Um, do their business across the street, but I'm very happy to have you here, uh, for sure. If you wanted somewhere a little more quiet, then this is certainly the place to be. Um, if you need anything, uh, merely ring for it, and 
myself or my wife will will come to assist uh yes uh and just as he says that danielle comes back with like a like a little stack of papers god oh i am going to be in your daughter is so again. dead i can the least i can do is give you a, a, a fucking gold my man like <laughs> so true <laughs> But you see, she sort of she sort of pauses, reads the room, and says, uh, "Mr. Event, perhaps we could speak uh, tomorrow morning. It, it's getting quite late, I know." Of course, uh, it's no problem at all. Thank you uh, again. Um, and, and they sort of let you go off to your room if you're if you want. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna fucking leave. I don't want to see that pile of papers today. Yeah, v- Victor immediately fucks off. <laughs> Like, uh, excuses himself and, like, pshh. Yeah, is everyone else just just following, or? I can't sit and listen to the dead daughter talk. Like, I'm going to break. And I know <laughs> July also probably will. Vic, we can take your bags up to the room. If you need time to talk about this, we can kind of regroup later. No, I, I think we really should do it tomorrow. And, like, Victor is trying to, uh, to keep it cool. And he's visibly, like... Since you know, you probably can recognize that he's thinking like, okay, how do I deliver this bunch of bad news? <laughs> yeah. I'm really good at Tired. delivering bad news. Do you want me to do it? No. No, no. You should, you should certainly leave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> they, they asked for my services after all, so I think the news is on me. <laughs> my god. True. Uh, also, out of character, I feel like I should pass this uh, this line of thinking through uh, my folks, uh, which is you guys. <laughs> should we tell them about the council's experimentations and tell them to lay low and trust us? And Do we have the documents? Secrets? Did we, like, put that with our shit? No, I don't think so. That is a group decision if you've decided to take them or if you decided to leave them with the Festinas to be sort of burned. Or if you kept just like the pertinent, interesting ones and sort of tossed the rest. I don't know what you would have thought to do. July would have voted for not burning anything, but I don't know if she would say if we should keep it or the Festinas should. Yeah, I feel like all pertinent information, I feel like if there's a situation like this or like where there's a point where we need to provide evidence against the council that they're doing bad shit, we like have the documentation of their experiments. Yeah. Okay. Like I feel like it's good to have that in like proof. True. And I don't think it would be a good idea for us to be carrying it around uh, because we are constantly fighting and in danger and right. on the way of the council. And I, I think it would be probably best left with the Festinas. I think we definitely okay. left it, but we didn't burn it. Yeah. Cool. It, it's hidden away with the magic stuff they keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So okay. we could always, like, ask for it, but True. we don't need it, like, on us. Because mm-hmm. one robbery and it's over. Should we tell them about it? Or should we, like... Maybe we should get... We should try uh, to get a feel for, like how they feel about magic users first because it could be a thing of like let's say they hate magic users and then we just tell that like because that could completely recontextualize what this news would do to them because like let's say that they hate magic casters and we tell them like oh the council like took your daughter and experimented on her because she was a caster 
until she literally had nothing else to give and died, they might be like, oh, sick. You know, like, 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 <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I, I hate think our they love their daughter more than they well, would right, hate casters if they're still Well, it's that thing of like, of it's exactly like being gay where, you know, some parents are like, oh, right. I'm totally fine with it unless it's like my kid. And then they find out that their kid is gay and then they like go ballistic. So it could be something like that where like the idea of their kid being a magic user is so horrendous that that, I don't know. I just think that their opinion on magic use and the council is really going to influence how much information we should give them and how much information we need to give them to let them like be at peace with what happened. Because also if they're pro council and we like show them like we know because we broke into this facility and took all these documents and we know that your daughter is dead because we like killed the dude doing the experiments they're gonna be like oh council (laughs) they're in our tavern you know true you you can't trust no one fuck yeah so we scout first and if they're cool we which i think they are but you know intuitions after wrong we tell them the whole truth or we edit it a little bit sounds like a plan um so as you're you're sort of heading up the ramp to your to your room you um you actually uh feel something like furry crawl between your legs and you see a little cat my little oh it's a baby what did you think that Alyssa was going to say well you said you feel something furry crawl between your legs and what do you think i'm gonna say anyway uh yeah, a little a little uh tabby cat with a jingling bell on oh my its God. collar. And a and a little name tag. Uh this is an was... older cat. This is like some, this is not a spry kitten. This is a It's a baby. Salil older pokes house his cat. Head. Salil pokes his head out of my cloak and just like <laughs> the cat hisses. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try to read the cat's name tag? Uh yeah, you see um actually you see it's in elvish um Ooh. on the top. Uh and Aww. then uh just below it in smaller like parentheses you see in common Baxter. I can read elvish. Does it just say Baxter and Elvish as well? I barely yeah, it says made Baxter and Elvish as well. I got it. I could read both of them. I could read the Elvish too. You can read Elvish? I rolled for it and I read it this time. Oh, you rolled for it. I love the cat. I want to pet the cat. What do Thank I roll to you. pet the cat? Baxter's like your little bag boy that follows you to your room. So he he, like, he sort of like leads the way to 114. Oh, oh my we're god, I'm gonna cat. fucking die. I love Baxter. Oh, we're gonna have to steal this fucking cat. He's my boy. God. Um, so you, you get to your room and it's just one big like king-sized bed with a window that peeks out into a nice little garden in the back. Um, Bro, do they think we're a polycule? <laughs> like, I mean, they I didn't I really close, ask. I close the door and I'm like, "Do they think we're fucking?" <laughs> I like look. I look at both Vic and July. I'm like, "Do they think we're fucking?" What? I think that would be weird. What is that? Are you asking what fucking is? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna unpack that right now. Vic, what? look at me. It's just me and you in this. It's just you mean, like making love. Oh my god, don't say it like that. That's gross. <laughs> say it like that. It's gross. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Well, I hope not because that will be weird in my opinion. Um, I'm too old for you. 
you're like two years older than us. Victor actually looks 26. V's 23. Did he tell us that V's 23? He did. Okay, I'm like, you're two years older than us. Not in this body, Uh, I'm not. I'm like 800, so. Not in this body, I'm not. I was gonna say, two (laughs) years older than you. Victor's like, Victor Victor is like seven years older than me, and the other one is like four years older than me. Yeah, it's weird. I'm like 800. Let's just put that out there. You are not 800, ma'am. <laughs> no, no, oh, sorry, 100, 100. Yeah. Yeah, and that makes it weirder for, like, everyone because it doesn't make you're, it weirder. Like, 70 that, years that, older that than That lovely Joel. couple downstairs is a human and a drow. I bet that drow's, like, way older than her. And they've probably been doing it for years. <laughs> you shouldn't Aww. You shouldn't be asking uh, people their age. It's rude. We know they bone because they have a daughter, had a daughter, and... That's really awful. That's so That's funny, so but they also up. could have adopted. You're being kind of reductive, Safria. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was a half-elf, so it's it fits. Well, yeah, God just told me that you're wrong. So, <laughs> no, God said that it could fit. Okay, that doesn't mean okay. half elf could be half anything, right? But the answer here is that they probably boned. Still, it would be weird. It's All okay. Right. Okay, like um, if like on my side, if you guys won anything, I do, that's up to you. But to me, oh my God, who's gonna sleep in the middle? Me. I would vote to not do that. I can do it. I'm the coziest. <laughs> I'm the coziest. Sure, sure. Um, but before we do, I want to play with my new toy. Yes, Bye-bye. I was just about to say that this is a good time for you guys to attune to your to your weapons uh, or your Bye-bye. items now. Please give me my racks. Okay, Bye-bye. so we're going to take this one at a time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with you, July. You got the racks. Yay. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> the Rex. Uh, you take this time to sit with the axe. You, the th- Safria and Victor, you watch this this axe glow like along the engraving of the rat with this deep brown, rich light Ooh. that Ooh. sort of rat. that sort of permeates this room. For the stats on this uh, Rax, it is Turning a plus plus three to hit. My jaw just shit. popped. I've I my heard so that. Fast. Jesus. It's plus three to damage. Oh my god. Uh, and the you beast. are aware of the fact that two different effects happen on a nat 20 and a nat 1. But you do not know what those effects are. Okay, wait, wait. So sorry. So one thing happens on a nat 20 and one thing happens on a nat 1. Yes. We should like spar to see what happens just like swing it a bunch of times to see if we can like statistically get those out so it doesn't just like happen in combat oh i kind of like that um that is the only thing you took yes yeah i just took the racks yes, you, you obeyed the laws of the halloween bucket um, i did not you did not uh Safria, i put it back because i felt guilty <laughs> Safria, what's the first item you took i think i took the ring you took the oh sorry dice it was a pair of dice I was gonna say I don't have a ring on my list. Did I mess something Sorry. up? Um, so you took the die. The die. You know this to be you. You feel the magic from this very weak magic come from this die, and you know this to be the charlatan's die. 
a die used for cheating at gambling, cheating at dice games. You decide <laughs> what side this die lands as an action. That's fun. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, shit. We could make bank. Yeah, you guys right? hit a casino, you're done for. Um, separate. The other thing you took, I believe, was the shield. Yeah. Plus two to your AC. Okay. Overall. And you have advantage on all initiative and perception rolls while holding the shield. Sick. What is that shield called? I don't have its name down. Uh, okay, that's I fine. Will. We'll do it later. I'll show. I'll tell you it later. But yeah, you I also took the bag of holding, but we know what that does. Yeah, you know what that does. It holds whatever the fuck you want. Bag um, of holds. Victor, uh, you yes. took the cloak. Yes. Yes. Uh, the shield is called a sentinel shield. Yes, thank you. thank you, Sentinel Shield. I I took it from somewhere and forgot what it was. So, Victor, I got the cloak. you have the cloak. Uh, this is a plus three to your AC. Oh! I needed it. Ooh. it. But you feel, as you attune to this uh, purple velvet cloak, you feel its wrap around you. You feel a deep darkness in this cloak as well. Something uh, something like, not good exists in this cloak. You don't know what? Hmm, something not question. good is here. Yes, question. J'ai beaucoup de questions. Okay. Um, English, motherfucker. I have lots of questions. Well, so first of all, Victor has detect magic, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. Would you mind casting it? Because I have removed curse. So hypothetically, mm. if this is a curse, I can make your cloak unfucked. <gasps> But what is the fuck? I want to know what the fuck is though. So put oh, it right. on. So that's. But I don't have. I don't have detect magic prepared today. Yeah, oh, I, I might. Hold on. I went too crazy on my third levels. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I have dispel magic. Wait. I have. I have detect magic, and I can use it for free because Cabris. Oh well. But I fine. don't have detect curse. I think that's a completely different spell. Huh. Well, yeah, and I don't have detect, but I'm saying if you can figure out, we could at least try to get a sense of what kind of magic it is, or you could do an arcana check. If we can just figure out if it's a curse, there's no harm in me trying to remove the curse. I don't I, think. I think hmm. it is a curse, but I'm also kind of curious to know what it does. Victor has the worst look, and I want to capitalize on it for character development. <laughs> for sure. Uh, okay, so what are we doing? you want me to fix it, I won't fix it, but... Yeah, just j just leave it be for a little bit. So that was the only thing you, Victor, took. You put back the, yeah. the, the vial. Yeah, I did. I felt okay. bad for taking to Halloween candy. So, uh, so true. I have absolutely no clue on what the darkness on the cloak does, right? Yet. It, it, it no, didn't speak to me or anything. It didn't. There are no words spoken. There's. You don't feel like. I will say this. Um, you sort of connect yourself to this cloak. You don't feel like there's an entity in here. You, there's. Uh, there's not like a physical person or thing or creature that like lives in the cloak. But you. Okay. The. You just get bad vibes. Is is what I'll say. You get bad vibes. Okay. Okay. I get it. Uh, does the cloak have a specific name? Uh, no, it's homebrew. So. Okay. Go, you can name it if you so please. I just didn't. Um. Do you do either of you guys? I have sending now, so if one of you guys wants to send someone a message, I can like do that. Well, does it tell you? <laughs> does it tell you where you are located if you send them a sending? Like, does it locate us? No, does not. I will sworn to go fuck Hold himself. I don't... Silence, Beth May. I will read the language 
of the spell. Sending. Um, the range is unlimited. It has to be a creature with which you are familiar. You send a short message of 25 words or less to a creature with which you are familiar. The creature hears the message in its mind, recognizes you as the sender if it knows you, and can answer in a like manner immediately. The creature has to have an intelligence score of at least one to understand the meaning of your message. You can send the message across any distance and even to other planes of existence, but if the target is on a different plane than you, there's a 5% chance that the message doesn't arrive. No, I would just abuse it to go tell Kalan to, like, go fuck himself, but I don't have, like, a <laughs> message I need to send. The bracelet talks to the Tostinos, and I can talk to you guys right here. I'm okay. Aww. Where do people in, like, the faith of Rai go when they die? Like, where are they said to go? Um, that's a really good question. Let me think. Have I, have I thought out my pantheon enough is the question that we're asking me right now. Um, and that is... It's, it's, yes, there we go. No matter what god you follow, what no matter what deity you follow, um, you all sort of fall into the same plane, which is just Vita's sort of realm of the dead. Um, there are obviously better and worse places uh, for folks to go, depending on how shitty of a human being you are, or how shitty of a humanoid you are, I guess I should say. Um, but it's... I mean, they all of the deities exist in the same pantheon right so it's not like just because you follow rai that means you believe that rai exists and no one else does it's more of a i follow this sister more than that brother that kind of thing they're a family right yeah. so would we describe yeah. this vitus's realm of the dead would we describe that as another plane of existence if the mythology were true yeah sure okay i want to use one of my third level spells to send my grandpa oh. a message that just says I love you. Oh! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you forever! God! Oh my god! Where Why would you, you do you that going? to me? Emmett Dupree! What did you I'm think I was you. asking? Wow. I thought you were going to talk to Eleanor. I thought you were going to talk to Eleanor. Oh, that actually would have been really smart. We can do it tomorrow. You might not get it. Wouldn't it be even sadder if I just never got a message back and I didn't know if he just didn't say anything Stop. or if he didn't? If, if, if you roll a nat one on a d20, he doesn't get it. Ouch. Do you know if it failed or not? No, it just says, like, I'm assuming that, like, I just don't get a reply. Mm-hmm. So. Did you... So you don't get anything right away, is what I'm saying. Emmett, I'm okay. going to chew out your kneecaps for doing this to my heart. Like. I know that he would say he loves me too. So, like, maybe he just doesn't. Maybe he's just like sending. Maybe he's like saving the message back for something that's like really important. If you rolled a nat one, I'm gonna puke on you. <laughs> I'm not saying. Are you kidding? That's the most upsetting thing I've ever seen, actually. Okay, and then I look at I look at Safria completely unaffected, and I'm like, "Do you want to go wrestle in the backyard? <laughs> my racks. I want to go wrestle with my racks." I'm gonna go wrestle with my racks. Jesus. I just tried to speak to my dead grandfather. Would you like to fist fight? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Can I roll on to blush? (laughs) Deception, I guess. It's a nat one. So you're you're bright red and your hair actually sparks. I'm staring. Are you like overheating? What's going on? It's hot in Kisa. I'm not used to it. It's like a mountain town. It's supposed to be cold. (laughs) It's actually chillier than the rest of the average of Laskia. So, congrats. 
Victor is staring, like straight at Safria. Do you need my coat? Are you cold? Do you want to wear my cloak? No, I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> You're so done. Let's just go outside and wrestle. Well, I'd like to ask the the Baxters first and be like, hey, this is this is a weird question, but is it okay if my friend and I like spar in your backyard? We won't break anything. Uh, you see Mr. Bexley goes yeah that's that's fine i i suppose just so long we take our workouts very seriously as you can see i'm buff like not i'm a noodle you can see i'm really buff (laughs) very politely they go oh surely uh just leave the 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 petunia bush alone if if we don't mind i was gonna say we're not gonna touch any of your we'll do it like in the middle where we're not near any tables or anything like we literally just wanna i like hold up the axe i'm like i just got this cool new thing so i'm gonna I just want to go play with it. Absolutely. Uh, appreciate that, friends. And and uh, they, like, escort you to, like, the, the back door where you can open up and, and go into this very nice, uh, well-kept garden. Okay, now I'd like to beat Safria to death with my new racks. Okay. You can fucking try. You can fucking try. Oh my god, wait, can we PvP for fun right now? Yeah, we'll PvP for fun. Well, if we were going to PvP, I'd fireball you, but, like... I will say non-lethal damage probably is what, what we're going for here. Yeah, um, please. So, uh, yeah, both of you roll initiative and roll PvP. Uh, before the fight starts, uh, mm-hmm. I would like to narrate what Victor would be doing. Yes, absolutely. Victor would stay in the room and uh, he would uh, pick up his his notebook and his scholar tools, his writing tools. I got a scholar's back for the writing tools. Mm-hmm. And they'd write down uh possible ways to like tell them and in the meanwhile they would like also kind of try and come up with a new identity to go to the wedding with so it's like half half on the, the work. workshopping notebook okay i love this Ooh, i get advantage on per uh on initiative with my new swear oh, with my new shield truth i'm gonna watch my best friends punch each other oh, yay Throw them in 13 the 13 um and july sorry um i was just writing down my plus nine to attack with my new toy really quickly let me roll initiative 15 okay great uh so you will go first uh make your attack i'm gonna say i just want you to know i don't really mean this and then i'm gonna go oh actually really quickly before i go are we like wait i like i go to swing and then i stop and i go wait are we doing like like fight for real like not lethal but like yeah. You want me to get your ass? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get your ass. Hold <laughs> on. Consider it practice. Because I have new spells that I'm going to try. Great. So, um, before I even attack, as my bonus action, I would like to cast Spirit Shroud. <laughs> which mm-hmm. is a bonus action. Mm-hmm. Um, until the spell ends, any attack I deal makes an extra D8 of damage when I hit a creature within 10 feet of me. This is Radiant, Necrotic, or Cold. Um, any creature that takes this damage cannot regain hit points until the start of my next turn. Holy shit. And any creature of my choice that I can see that starts its turn within 10 feet of me has its speed reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. Um. Alright. I'm going to cast Radiant because I think it makes a little humming noise when I hit people with things with Radiant damage, and I like the noise. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm gonna roll to hit. So now that I've cast it, you see this, like, 
This says you call forth spirits of the dead, which flit around you. I don't know if I get to choose who they are, but if I do, I think you just see like this like shadow scary version of my grandfather behind me. <gasps> That's so I, fun. That's so I, fun. I love that. And I, and I think I just run up and I like, and I like high five him. And then like when I put the hand that high fived him like back on the axe, it like swing, like it like glows. And then I run at you and I go to axe you in the fucking face. <laughs> oh my God. That's so real. Oh, fuck me. Okay, so that's a 15 plus 9. Is a 26 gonna hit? <laughs> Fucking dick. Oh, I'm literally such an asshole. Um, and since I am using this two-handed, this means I do get a d10 and my d8 of radiant. Oh my god, I rolled like dog shit though. So that's... Damn, that was me talking it up. So you take seven points of damage. Okay. okay. You're also tougher than I am. Kind of a glass cannon. And then I go, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? <laughs> I like have to fight the instinct. I have to fight the instinct to help you up. <laughs> After I like nick you a little bit. You fight like I. I like drop. Like where do you like hit me? Like I think I hit you. I think I go for you in the shoulder. Okay. I see like, the cleave? face, but you have to like you have to like pull the axe out of my shoulder. Like you cleave. Oh God. Yeah. And then I'm gonna be like, all right. I have to do boring stuff before I have to do fun stuff. So I'm going to. Um, use my action to summon Talil. True. Mm -hmm. Oh no, he can't attack on the my summoning turn. Okay. And then I'm just gonna hit you with my longsword. Do it. It's not gonna fucking hit. God damn it. It's only a six. So my big firebird comes out and I miss you with my stupid council sword. Whoa, that's gonna be so cool on your next turn. Isn't it? It is. Okay. You're, try to roll a one because that's the I, whole point of this. I know. I'm trying to roll I'm trying to roll a 20 or a one, so we'll see. Fuck. That was almost a one, but it got knocked over to a... That's a 21 to hit. What did you roll? I rolled a 14, but I get a plus nine. Okay. Ooh, that one is 10 points of damage. Real. And just remember, you can't be healed at all every time okay. I hit you. I'm also not going to heal myself because I'm not... I'm going to... Well, I mean, I guess the point is to keep doing this until you get an, an one or a 20. If I get close to knocking you out, I'll just start hitting... I said I wouldn't hit anything. Fuck. We'll come, we'll message you. You can Victor hit Talil. Like, no! no. <laughs> we'll message Victor and be like, can you come down here so I can beat the shit out of you? For Victor, come here! <laughs> Victor! Like, yelling at the window, like, come back! Shining style, like, smashing my face through the wall, holding we're, the axe. Victor is like an open window upstairs in between turns. We're like, come on, join in! Victor! <laughs> Victor! Like, Victor! Like, I'm being a like, I'm busy! <laughs> 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 okay, so my turn. I'm going to use a third level Freedom of the Waves. Ooh, what is that, dude? You conjure a deluge of seawater in a 15-foot radius, 10-foot tall cylinder centered on a point within range. This water takes the form of a tidal wave, a whirlpool, or a water spout. I want a tidal wave. Uh, each creature in the area must succeed on a strength saving throw against your spell save DC or take 2d8 bludgeoning damage and fall prone. Okay, uh, 18. Damn it! I don't know if- I don't think you take half. I think you just miss it. Wait, does it tell you if you take half? It would tell you on a success you take half. It would say that. No, so then it just misses you. I definitely think it hits me, but July's just, like, been, like, bowled over in the water That's before. what I was saying, is it, it- it hits you, but you don't, like, get knocked over. You, like, stand your ground against it, I think is fun. I'm like, oh man, if you would've tried fire or something, I would've freaked out way more. But this is, like, my home turf. Alright, so then next turn, I'm gonna use- uh, so it's Salil's action. 
So I'm going to use, I'm going to use fiery teleportation, the spirit and each willing creature in your choice. That's no one. Teleport 15 feet. Each creature within five feet must succeed on a deck save or take fire damage. And I'm going to teleport under the roof. <laughs> That's, <laughs> that defeats the point of me. <laughs> Hit the ground, point. bitch. Hit the ground. You say that, you're like, it, this defeats the purpose. And I'm like, okay, oh, we're going to play fucking dirty. All right. Yeah, fine. So, um, oh, I'll make a deck save. That's um, an 18 again. Fuck, I think you save. You're just too good at this for me. So you dodge it. Don't take any of my fucking damage. It's, just, it's Salil's use to not hurting you, so Salil just doesn't do the damage. Exactly. I'm like, Salil, you stupid. We're doing We're fighting. <laughs> Salil just doesn't understand. Salil does not know what's going on. He's like, why are we fighting? Nothing's happening. Um, okay, so I think to for the sake of, of brevity and for, for listening and right. enjoyment, I think what right. I'm going to do It's is... not for listeners. It's for us to beat the shit out of Yeah, what the fuck do you think you're doing? <laughs> There are nearly 400 people that that follow us and listen to us. I feel like we owe them a little something just to just to make this enjoyable. Um, Good point. Yeah. So, instead of having eight hours of combat. Yes. Right. Exactly. Uh, it was already late and then late as it was, like the sun was setting. You have. I'm gonna say 12 rolls. You have 12 rolls to get either a nat one or a nat 20. Right. So go for it now. I'm not gonna deal okay. with the damage or anything. Just roll them. Yeah, and and just and also like I'll be healing you too. So even if you were to run out of spell slots, I got you. Okay, let's go. Twelve, Jesus. Okay, so ten, two, one. We got a one. Um, please roll three d eight. Oh no, Father, no. That's my boy, Father. Help. That's eleven. No, my boy. You feel the blade make contact, and you're expecting pain, but instead. You feel yourself revitalized for that many hit points. <gasps> Heals you for 11? Heals you for 11. Well, that's fun. So we just know if you nat one, it'll heal your opponent. Yes. Nice. Okay, so I still have more rolls to get a nat 20, though, right? Yeah. I think that was three, so let's keep three. going. So four, 16, five, two. That's a 19. That's a 10. That's a 14. That's a two. I'm not going to track. Five. Damn it. I got ten. Okay. Two more. Four. One. Nineteen. Damn. Damn. So we don't know what it does on a crit, but that'll go crazy. Yeah, at least now it's like, this crit's a surprise. It's like the nat one's out of the way and the crit in combat's going to be a surprise. Right, exactly. I was worried that, like, it was going to deal me the damage, like, doubled or something. But healing the other person is very cool, but I'm excited to save, like, the more exciting nat 20 for, like, actual combat that's going to slay. Right. Yes. Great. Uh, So, are we all just sort of hitting the hay after that? Yeah, we come in. I'm so bloody. I've been slashed, and then it's scarred over, and then I got slashed again, and it's gotten scarred over. Like, my shirt's all, like, ripped, and I'm like... I'm gonna go take a shower. I'll be right back. Like, I've like unbuttoned my shirt and I show Victor. I'm like, look what Safria did to me. And I show him like the burn scar. <laughs> <laughs> look what Safria did. Uh, are you sure that was just friendly sparring? It looks to me like uh, attempted murder. We're all I good. Didn't go all out. I didn't even use fireball. So I'm very happy that you did not cast fireball in 
the garden of the people that are letting us into their I did cast a tidal wave though so like all their plants are fucked no No! you did you cast a tidal wave it's fine well I was I thought that we would have done it in a a corner of the yard as far away from the petunias as possible there's just a big mud puddle I think is what I'll say yeah. Because you were doing this with intention. There's like a big mud puddle like in the middle where it's like it's not touching any of the plants, but it is just kind of like a swampy goo in the middle of this backyard. Me and my goo. goo. Me and my goo. Okay. Me and my goo. This impossible view. Uh, you? I... Silence. Silence. So y'all decide to hit the hay, I think, at this point. We're going to bring ourselves to Victor's dreamscape. Because that's always a special, fun little place of mine. Um, They are tumultuous, to say the least. The moment you hit sleep, you're thrown into an endless void shrouded in pinks and purples, and you feel tendrils wrap around your legs and your wrists and root you to the spot. A deep, echoing voice, somehow both familiar and not, bellows from behind you. V, I believe it's about time we had another chat, you insolent prick. Slay. Fuck me. Sorry. (laughs) And you instinctively, you instinctively sort of turn your head to see um, what the fuck this is. Um, And you recognize it to be Cabras's face, uh, the dwarven features you sort of recognize. On the body of a pinkish, purplish, naga-like creature, if folks know what a naga is. Snake. Yes, a little snake person. Very good. Oh, God. Um, Fuck. It's something much more monstrous and something meant to, to frighten you. Um, his top half remains humanoid with his skin hued a dark magenta and his hair a vibrant violet. Uh, And below his abdomen, a long snake-like tail extends out at least seven feet on its own with glistening magical scales. You watch him slither around you, circling you the way a predator circles prey. And he continues and he says, you're making choices I'm not proud of, kid. Choices you shouldn't be proud of either. So many shocking reveals over the past couple days. It now takes more than one fucking hand to count how many people know about you. What were you thinking? Actually, wait, don't answer that because I'm sure I could guess. And I know whatever bullshit you spew will not be satisfactory. Well, daddy's angry. I'm sorry. My actions have displeased you. But maybe if we kept in touch more often, I would know what you would expect of me. You see Cobra scoffs and like sort of ignores your little rebuttal as you kind of <laughs> expect him to. He's like, listen, Arlena and Bella Luna, I can understand to a certain extent. You miss your mommy and Arlena and Bella Luna get to be your little replacement heir. Maybe if you don't think about it too hard, you can imagine, say, your Arlena is just another pseudonym. And you watch him shift quite easily into Arlena's form. But he speaks in a changeling voice, in a voice that you haven't heard in so long, as he gently approaches you and places a hand on your cheek. And then changeling says, oh, my sweet little baby, hush now, mother's here. Yeah, fucking shoot your kneecaps. Cobras, I won't you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) 
Cobras, my shorts are so short today. <laughs> my crop top is a little see-through. Jesus. Um, and his or Arlena's hand travels lower from your cheek to your shoulder and onto your arm. And his nails dig into your flesh, suddenly far more sharper than Arlena's. Um, you look down, and with the same, with the same effect of scraping paint off of a canvas, claws through Victor to the V underneath, revealing stark white lines against Victor's half-elvish skin. And he says, "Well." If you don't wish to share the same fate, if you wish to avoid your neck hugging the very rope that took your mother, you will focus the fuck up. Do you hear me, Mr. Revent? I hear you, Kebris, loud and clear. Despite what you may think, I am not stupid, and... Then stop acting like it. I trust the people I travel with. You're not here. You're not listening. Maybe if you were talking to me more often and paying attention enough, you would see that July and Safriat are trustworthy. The only people who know are my family, my friends, and one of my own kind. There's no issue with that. And how easy do you think it is for your own kind to sell you out? I mean, really, think about it. Think, think about what happened in the before times. I know you weren't there for them, but I was and I saw it. Anyone can be a traitor, Vic. Let's be real. Well, if... I do plan on giving my all to you and to our shared objective. Maybe I won't have to worry enough for the after. For better or worse. Have you even made any progress in finding the amulet, following any leads? Or have you been too busy playing hero, trying to make up for all those people you let die, hmm? Maybe. I am following a lead you do not know about. Maybe I know something you don't. V, I live here. I'm in your brain. I know everything that's happened. I know about the little curse that's in your head. Don't know who caused it because as it's erased from your memory, so it is mine. I'm here. I see everything. I know everything because we have that little tether. All four of the tendrils that are wrapped around your limbs tug all at once and bring you to your knees oh shit <laughs> so don't come crying to me telling me i don't know what's happening i don't know what you're doing just because i'm not in your head doesn't mean i'm not here just because i'm not talking your ear off doesn't mean i'm not here i can have my presence here without making it known one of the perks of being a god so you do know the one person that was in the ball and was also in the last city we visited, and it's making contact with very powerful people, and we are about to visit a party of very powerful people. I know what I'm doing, Kevris. I know you're dissatisfied, but please don't act like I'm the one party that's not doing their job. <laughs> I hope you're right. But as I said, focus the fuck up, kid. Or you... And everyone, for that matter, is in for a world of hurt. And he shoves you back, the tendrils pull you back, and you awaken in your bed before your back hits the ground. Uh, you can see through the window that it's still the middle of the night. Uh, and there's definitely some of that, like, cobras tension in the air. I don't know how else to yeah. explain it. 
and you happen to catch a glimpse of your own arm in the pale moonlight and you find that the mark Cobras left on your arm remains. Oh, shit. <laughs> the audacity of this bitch. Next to you in the bed, Safri and July are like, me, 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 just like full bandage, <laughs> like full body. Victor, on the outside, he tries to keep it cool and like rub it off, but uh, inside he's also like, what the fuck? Why did I do that? <laughs> Um, do you, do you try to like, to like fix it to, to like adjust your form or do you just, are you leaving it? Uh, no, he, he like rubs it. He rubs his own arm and he tries to like go back to, to full Victor without the scratch thing. Absolutely. Um, your inherent changeling abilities, uh, it works. It definitely works. Uh, but you notice that it takes an awfully long time for the color to return to your skin. Almost like it's it's fighting against Cobras to cover your arm completely in the way that it usually does. Like, it oh, takes shit. effort to, like, focus on it and be like, okay, it's normal now. I am Victor. Okay, that's bad news. <laughs> for a little test. You know, I'm not gonna say exactly nail polish, but uh, Victor is gonna, like, try to change the color of their nails. To make sure if it takes as much effort to fight off cabras as it is to keep shifting. Effortless to whatever color you decide to change it to. Oh god. <laughs> okay, so it was just a little bitch moment. They, uh, Victor, like, breathes in and he's like, okay, that was just a one-time thing. I got stupid, I got angry, I'm not gonna do that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, do you just go back to bed or do you do you wake your party members or uh i think i think they'd go like for a glass of water in the middle of the night to try and calm down i i doubt uh that victor would be able to go back to sleep that that quick so maybe light up a candle and work more on the new mask they were planning as they probably always did before going to sleep before before the party got there and we started adventuring. For sure, for sure. So yeah, I will say that's the end of that encounter. Um, July, I will say you wake up uh, a little earlier than, say, Safria does. Uh, I think you're the first to wake. Um, it's just a little after dawn, you notice out the window. And as soon as you notice that, you're immediately thrown into a vision. Ah! And you see yourself someplace dark and cold. Stalactites and stalagmites surround you, uh, but there are man-made structures in here too. Iron bars line one wall, old and rusted, and toppled shelving units uh, are further into the background. And you see yourself thumbing through a leather-bound journal of some sort. It's hard to make out specifically what it says uh, or what the, the words and, and graphs are in this thing, but you do catch one word in particular. More specifically, you catch the name Aurelia, and you are thrown out of your vision and back into the present. Ah! I do you scream in real life? Yes. Yeah, I wake up with the scream. I just sorry, I just sorry. Sit straight vision. fucking up. Vision, vision. I like lean over and I like gently put my hand on like Safria's like injured shoulder, and I'm like, it's okay, just a vision. Are you alright? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I think I was um. I think I was in the mines. I was somewhere cold and dark, and I found this journal, and it had that, like, goddess's name, like, that one that we've been seeing everywhere, and, like, nobody knows who she is. Huh. So, Wait. probably 
like I knew we were gonna go into the mines, but like if I if I see the place that I think I saw in my vision, I'll look for that journal. Huh. Okay. It, so Victor's like not in the bed. I'm like, hey, where's Victor? He's the one that sleeps in the longest, mostly. Uh, is uh is the like restroom floor open? Like, could I could I be uh sitting on on a table with like a candle nearby, just writing, scribbling on a notebook? Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, I think you're there. Maybe even a little before, like Edward and and Danielle are. Um, but like before your party comes downstairs. But um, after you've you've been down there for a bit, um, you see Edward slides you, um, comes over and like slides you a cup of tea. And he says, I wasn't Aww. sure how you liked it, but figured it was a good way to start the day. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much. And he's like a little bit happier, but I think it's kind of visible that Victor had a shit night. Uh, is there is there something I can do for you? And anything else? No, it's it's fine. Just uh, I couldn't sleep well. Just let's say I, have, I had a nightmare. Um, sorry about that, son. Do you? Is there anything I can do to help? Or uh, well, you gave me tea. That's that's already good enough. Thank you so much. Absolutely. If you you need anything else, I'm a I'm a bell ring away, and, and he he goes. I love him. Sir, I know you are married. Please let me in. <laughs> <laughs> He's fully older than Arlena, I will say. I, you can tell just kind so? of looking at him and being around elves. That's He's, a bonus. He's probably like, probably a solid 450. Ooh, tight. But is he a tight 450? Does he got that vicious feet? <laughs> <laughs> you got them cum gutters? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I when genuinely... you men work out, hold on. When men work out and they have the like the V that goes into their waistband, I had an ex girlfriend that called them cum gutters, and it's a kind of a phrase that stuck with me. That's so no, funny. no, he doesn't. Just for the sake of never having having to hear that phrase again, no. <laughs> oh, that's where you're mistaken, old friend. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that happens. If you you guys want to go and and look for Victor, you can. Yeah, I get up. I'm in. Hey, I'm in a nightgown that is just so see-through. Like, <laughs> completely. So is in her sleep t-shirt that has so many holes in it. She's, like, practically flashing people anytime she moves a little too much. We both, we both come downstairs fully exposed because the shit we sleep in is disgusting. <laughs> because it's, like, Savarius so isn't, sorry. like, on purpose. It's just, like, so, so, so sheer. <laughs> But also, July's isn't on purpose. It's just so, so, so old. Like, there's so many holes in it. I think Victor stops for a little bit. Like, he stops writing. Hits, he sets the pen down. And he, like, looks over with his hands over his mouth. And he's like, with one hand over his mouth. And he's like, I can't believe you're wearing that. I wear this all the time. It's fine. <laughs> he shakes his head. It's not fine. We're the only people here. Still... Danielle walks in to ask about breakfast and is like, whoa, 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 folks, clothes. <laughs> this is not home. Respectfully, you are customers and can mostly do as you please, but my line is clothes. Exactly what I've been saying. Go back upstairs and change. This is my, this is the only one I have. <laughs> what else am I supposed to sleep in? 
I'll buy you another one. I'll buy you I another one. I don't want another one. This one was my grandpa's. Danielle <laughs> looks at you, uh, July, sort of pityingly, and is like, I'm I'm sure my daughter wouldn't mind. I, I, you look about oh, it. Oh, my God. No. I July says really loud. No, 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 no. I'll no, that's fine. I'll just I'm gonna go get changed. Goodbye. And I go upstairs and I take off. <laughs> Alrighty. So so what is game plan? Where are we headed? So one day until the wedding, right? Yes, one day until the wedding now. Which means as of today, the wedding is tomorrow. Right. I don't think we have enough time to do mind shit. Cause I feel like once we get to like we're in the mines and it's fun, then the wedding's gonna have to happen and then we're gonna have to take a break from the mines to go. Yeah, I think we should just sit aside and wait for the wedding and get our story straight. Is there any snooping that we could do? Any information seeking? I definitely agree that, like, maybe Safria could, like, go across the street. Oh, but, like, if... I don't know where, like, the glow keepers are staying. I'm sure they have their own house. But it's, like, if Faye's mom was there or something, she would totally recognize Safria. So maybe we could put Safria in her disguise send her over so she can go listen to gossip and then victor can help me with my lie since i'm gonna need like way more help yep that sounds, good. sounds like a plan what are we disguising safria as i think it's just a different person i think more like commoner clothes because i do have a very like a certain like style to me so i think i pull out like something that's common for people in kisa like i think Find something to to cover my ears, make them like human ears. Stuff, just stuff like like enough to change my take off my glasses, put contacts in, it, enough to like change my appearance to where people that have met me before wouldn't realize that it was me. Victor has a disguise kit. He could uh, lend it to Safria so she could change her appearance easier. Yeah, nice. it, it includes hair dye. If oh, you want to dye your hair. Oh, cute. I will say, uh, Safria, give me deception with advantage because of that. Just to see how good your disguise is. What's my deception? Nothing. Cool. Okay. <laughs> but that's a uh, 19. Okay, great. Uh, so you head across to the uh, Tricky Traveler pub. You you enter. Uh, there's no ringing bell to, to signify your entrance. Uh, there is just a lovely receptionist desk with a young halfling woman uh, who looks at you and says, Hi, uh, how can I help you today? Hi. It's like, I'm here for, just here for maybe like a brunch, a breakfast. Incredible. Just you? Yes, just me. Right this way. Uh, and she grabs a menu, picks it up, brings you into the little dining hall area. Uh, perception check. Do I? Am I? No, I'm not holding my shield, am I? I'm not in combat. So I no, would, I ass- I would no. assume not just because uh, if you're in your disguise, I feel like you wouldn't be bringing like traveler stuff to this upscale. Right. So, uh, perception. A dirty 20. Okay. Uh, you're scoping the place. You're, you're trying to see who, see who you see. You notice a couple things. Uh, you see Music Glowkeeper at the bar having mimosas uh, by herself. Uh, but not... N- she doesn't seem displeased about it. She's not just in the sad way that you're going to have a mimosa by yourself. Like, in a happy yeah. way. <laughs> Not in, a, not in a, oh no, my life shit, I'm going to have a mimosa. It's a, I'm celebrating myself, I'm going to have a mimosa. Mimosa pause. <laughs> mimosa pause, for sure. You notice uh, a few other uh, ritzy folks, most of them tieflings, um, 
and you see a family of Eladrins. That's suspicious. You see Gabe and Zariel. Oh no! And Agatha <laughs> and Shit! your parents. Shit! Having a nice family breakfast. And Fuck! that is where we'll end today's episode. No! Oh no! Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh shit. <laughs> All right. The worst part is that they got invited to the wedding and you didn't. Well, I probably would have if I wasn't. An- I would have probably gotten invited if I wasn't an asshole. True. Good point. Uh so uh, thank you so much for listening. If you liked it, feel free to follow us at Roll for Rainbow and tweet at us using hashtag Roll for Rainbow. Nope. <laughs> God, punishment for what you've done. It is. No, I, I deserve this. It's fine. <clears throat> thank you so much for listening. If you liked it, feel free to follow us on Twitter at Roll for Rainbow or tweet at us using hashtag Roll for Rainbow. You can also follow us all on Twitter. I am at NerdyBirdie6602. Trinity is at Tea Time Witch or at Trinity M. Foskett. Emmett is at Boy Scout Paladin. And Julian is at underscore art. Folks, any advice for our listeners? Oh, my God. Uh, Wait, so it's okay to fight your friends as long as you're dealing non lethal damage. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be if... joker about this for a week. <laughs> as you should be, honestly. My my advice for the week is if the evil entity inside your head threatens you with death, you should tell them to fuck off and reinforce you know what you're doing. Fuck them. <laughs> my advice for this week is that if it's if it's Peepaw's last wedding, you gotta make a count. You gotta make a count. It's Peepaw's <gasps> last wedding. It's Peepaw's <laughs> last wedding. You gotta make we a count. We called the episode Peepaw's last wedding. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yes. Please. Yes, we oh, It's Peepaw's last thanks, wedding. Papa. You took Peepaw. Oh, I'm going to get you, like, the most southern, like, grandpa shirt ever and take it to school with me so I can give it to you. It's like, yeah, I'm a proud Peepaw. I would wear the fuck out of the shirt. Are you kidding? Wait, I want to no, find, sure. like, proud, like, Peepaw shirt. Keep doing the outro. I'll send this to <laughs> While While you're doing that, um... We'd like to shout out one of our most recent followers, uh, Ari Wilder, she, they, uh, at Wilder Realms. They are a streamer and TTRPG story guide, art bard of the Wilder Realm, uh, spell slot challenged. I think that says weed advocate, but it's like the leaf emoji. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's weed. That's what that means. I don't know. Uh, Weed advocate, Jewish witch, half of the halfling hive team. Like, uh, they are very cool. Uh, I've interacted with them on like Self Promo Saturday and and TTRPG Rising posts. Very cool. Uh, yeah, uh, give them give them a check out. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. You're awesome. Follow thank us. you. Follow us so you can be cool too. If you don't thank follow you. us, you're not cool. Sorry, Real. I don't make the rules except Real. for that one that I'm making up right now. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> bye now. Yeah, we can say bye now. Wait, Bye. but everyone needs to look at the shirt I sent first. Oh, God. <laughs> Why? People's napping shirt. People's napping. People's napping in the back. No. People's napping in the back. He got his little blankie, his little nappy. It's his right. wedding. Goodbye. Okay. And may people take you this night. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Speak softly, people sleeping in the bed. Speak softly, Bye. people sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Tread oh, softly, people's around. Alright, bye folks. <laughs> it's his last word. Bye. 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 bye.